Hello and welcome back to another episode of Pageant Chats with House of Pageantry. For the month of June, we'll be looking at curvy women in pageantry. Today we have the lovely Kat here with us today. Kat, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kat Henry. I am um, a Miss Great Britain finalist for 2021. Uh, I'm a former title holder for uh, uh, Miss British Beauty Curve and Miss International Curve and um, I came uh, second runner-up for Miss Great Britain last year. Oh wow, um, I was going to ask you how did you find out about pageantry um, and what made you want to take part in the one that you are competing in? So that's the Miss, you say Miss Great Britain? Yeah that's right. So um, how did I find out about pageantry? Um, I've always kind of watched uh, pageants like online on TV and stuff like that when I was a child, uh, like with with my mum and, you know, growing up and stuff. But pageantry always to me see, seemed like it was for a specific type of statuesque beauty. And I always kind of looked at that sort of woman and I never really saw myself represented at all. Um, so whilst I, I loved the glamour and the fact that, you know, you could get up on stage and kind of strut your stuff and enjoy yourself up there and, you know, wear some beautiful gowns and, and talk about some really important like platforms. It was it wasn't something that I ever thought that I could take part in. And then in 2014, I actually stumbled across a, a Twitter um, advert for Miss British Beauty Curve. Uh, and it was looking for women that are over a size 14 and asking if they wanted to be or apply to be part of Miss British Beauty Curve, the pageant. So I thought, well, this is more akin to what I am. It's specifically for somebody over, you know, a certain uh, body size. And I was at the time. So I was like, OK, no problem. I'm going to go and apply. And I didn't think I would ever get in, but I actually I, I was accepted. It was kind of like dipping my toe into it. And then since then, I've kind of been immersed in it. <laughs> I can't really seem to get out of it. I think I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always say that you sometimes you catch the pageant bug. I think that's what they call it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's great. Um, what do you love most about competing? So um, if I'm right, am I right to say that you competed in a couple pageants now? Yeah, so Miss British Beauty Curve was my first pageant back in 2014 um, and I've taken part in uh, that one and then I took part in United Kingdom Galaxy and then I did Miss International Curve and I've now taken, and this will be my second time taking part in Miss Great Britain um, in, in September when it when it rolls around again. So I've, I've done a few, um, I've obviously, I've judged in pageantry um, oh, wow. as well and um, I've also you know, I've been involved in, in various different aspects, whether it be on a mentoring basis or, um, you know, not necessarily training, but, uh, you know, helping girls with outfit choices, interview technique and stuff like that. But I, I'm not an official trainer or a coach or anything like that, but I've just helped out many people along their own personal um, journeys. So, you know, what, what do I love most about competing? It is down to things like the camaraderie I think the the experiences you receive you get and the fact that you make so many friends and that these are you know the most important times in our life you know being young and able to enjoy life and do the things that that give us you know real happiness is is it's a commodity that we you know we should all really treasure um I think 
COVID has kind of made me realise how much I love it. And it, it is just a, it's one of those things that bring out, I think, the best in me. Um, it allows me to um, integrate with people all over the world, communicate with people and, you know, collaborate with them on different projects and things and, you know, put my heart and soul into causes and, and charitable events that I really love and feel passionate about. It, you know, it, it's, it breeds a sense of, you know, achievement and that's what I love most about it. I mean, I'm, I would be remiss if I was to say that I don't love being up on stage, um, mm. you know, actually taking part in uh, the actual competition and actually strutting my stuff up on stage is where I'm, I'm happiest. Um, I come alive when I'm on stage, put those lights on me, put the music on, <laughs> put me in a pair of heels and I'm off. But I, I think it's, it is, it's the whole aspect of it. It's the finding new friends, finding new experiences, you know, yeah. doing new things. It's, it, it's the whole thing. It's not just any one particular part of pageantry that I love. Yeah, I like how you explained it like that because it is under like a huge umbrella. It's not just one thing. I think people just think, oh, you just prepare for the day, you go on stage, um, you answer the question, you walk around, but no, there's so many things that pageantry brings with it mm -hmm. which is amazing yeah as where we are talking about um being a curvy girl in pageantry what challenges do you face being a curvy girl whilst competing i think i think that's a a difficult question insofar as i, I personally don't think that there is any disadvantage to being a, a person of any shape or size in pageantry i think that it's a very inclusive space um it's it's definitely got better over the yeah. years however I do feel like there are definitely a lot of people within mainstream pageantry that don't feel like somebody who is perhaps say my size would be a as as, as good a, a, a winner as somebody who is perhaps a slimmer frame and that is just down to to prejudice and I think that down to you know it's, it's subjective it's everybody else's individual opinion and I think that in every different system the systems are accommodating and very inclusive and they allow people of all different shapes and sizes to take part um, but every pageant has a different judge and every judge has a different like idea of what they're looking for in a queen so that has a huge impact so I think as a, as a curvy girl, you come across adversity because it depends on that judging panel. If they don't think that somebody of size is a worthy contender because of their size, then they're going to face adversity because of that. But if you have a fully diverse panel who incorporates, you know, who doesn't look at someone's size as a disadvantage, then they're not going to be at a disadvantage. So do you, do you understand that it's, it's subjective and it's not really, it's not necessarily, it's fact but it is down to the fact that some people could look at somebody who is curvy up against somebody who is not curvy and turn around and say, well, that uh, the person who is curvy is either, I don't know, for example, lazy or they're not as fit or healthy as, as their counterpart. And that would be an assumption based on what they see. And that is not necessarily the correct way to, to judge somebody, especially within pageantry that's very that's very true um i like how you touched on the point of it being very subjective um i, I think sometimes people do look at mainstream pageantry and um they kind of shy away from i guess applying for um applying to like be a part of it because they do see women of a smaller frame but as you said it's 
it's what if you just go and um, compete, the judging panel, they will see you for who you are, if you know what I mean. That's totally true. I do. I, I do feel like they, you know, all pageants would never turn around and be like, you're not the right shape or size for to be in our pageant. You know, nobody, no director would ever say that. And, I, you know, I think that it would be a really negative thing for any director to, to, to not welcome people of all different shapes, sizes, ages and abilities into their uh, into their system. I appreciate that they have categories for a reason. So obviously age categories, that's why you would, you know, you have certain people in certain age categories. But in terms of, you know, sizing, I, I think that you don't necessarily have to have a curved division within a mainstream pageant to accept or accommodate people of all different shapes and sizes I feel like that isn't necessary you know it, Galaxy for example they don't they don't have a curve division because there, there is no limit you can be any shape or size regardless you know of the age you would just go into your age category and um, I think that's a really inclusive way of, of, of looking at at, at women we are we come in all different shapes and sizes and um you know it's only really our categories that are divided by age which really segregate us with, within that within that like agenda so I, I like that i think that's a, a better way to look at it um than actually having to have a specific curved division within a mainstream pageant if you see what i mean i do think that there is a a need and a, a calling for having uh you know specific curve pageants within the uh like a specific system that actually deals with curve ladies or uh, plus size women because I, I think that is still very necessary um and i'm sure you guys will, will touch on that a little bit later so yeah i, I was wanna... just about to ask you um, <laughs> i was just about to ask you um if mainstream pageants made all requirements more inclusive of all body types would curve pageants still be necessary because um as you said it's, it is nice to have the different sections to the pageant, um, but if mm -hmm. everyone was just judged altogether, would there be a need for curve pageants to still kind of exist? Yes, I, I do think they, there, there is a place for them. Um, Miss British Beauty Curve was the first um, plus size pageant and it's the longest running plus size pageant in the UK. Um, okay, fair enough, because of COVID, it's had to take a hiatus and it now is it, not currently running, but they've been running for 10 years and they have produced queens of all different, you know, shapes, sizes, ages, and they're queens of calibre. I myself am one of them and I stand myself in quite high regard. I feel like I, you know, I, I have portrayed myself as a, a positive role model within the plus size industry. And I know that there have been many, many women who are plus size who have gone on to take uh, mainstream titles and they have been inspired by watching me take part in a curve pageant. So do I think that is necessary? Yes, I do. I, I still feel like as a woman, as a plus size woman, you every woman I think in the in the world has self-esteem issues self-confidence issues but plus size women are up against you know adversity from the minute that they they say they want to do something like this because it's not conventionally normal for a woman of my size or any size really any plus size to be taking part in pageantry because it's it's been known for slender statuesque tall you know leggy sort of beautiful women toned beautiful women 
and that's throughout history so when you look at women that are more like me who are perhaps shorter um you know a bit stockier in the frame big bum big hips big boobs it kind of it, it tops over onto a different scale. So it automatically just puts them up against adversity. So do they feel comfortable, like you touched on before, like would they feel comfortable enough to take part in a mainstream pageant had they not had any experience? Probably not. And I don't think I would have taken part in, in a mainstream pageant had I not taken part in Miss British Beauty Curve and won. Um, I, you know, it, it opened the door to me to make me feel accepted and worthy within a society which I actually didn't feel welcome in before I took part in it. So I think it is still very necessary because women who are already dealing with self-confidence issues or self-esteem issues might find that they gain that confidence in yeah. a pageant where everybody is the same size and we're all on the same uh, all on the even keel and then they can grow their confidence to the point that they then feel capable and, and confident enough to to take on a bigger challenge which would be go up against people of all different shapes and sizes so I do think they are still necessary um, and I think that to uh, you know I know Miss Voluptuous is still uh, you know they they put out fantastic queens and they are now um a plus size pageant within the industry and you know they've been running for a, a number of years now as well so there is still plus size pageantry I know that in in the US plus size pageantry is quite a big thing um yeah. you know it's it, in the UK it's a little smaller scale um but you know there are there aren't many other with the exception of having curved divisions within mainstream pageants there aren't any other com uh, competitors within curve pageantry and you know never say never miss british beauty curve and miss international curve may may return one day we, do, we don't know but you know there is still a calling there's still a need for it so i think it's it's something that would benefit from continuing because i feel like there's always going to be a place for people to try pageantry for the first time Yes, def most definitely. Hopefully they do return because <laughs> there's obviously a need for it. If someone, mm -hmm. if someone um, didn't know much about pageantry and what it does for, does for women um, like us, what would you, what would you tell them if they're like um, curvy or plus size, like what would you say to them to make them more, you know, they make them want to get involved. <laughs> I often tell people to come and experience it for themselves, whether that be just come and watch, take part, watch some of the, you know, the plethora of videos that there are of all of us online. Um, you know, talk to former contestants, talk to former queens, see what their experiences is are and, and see if that's something that excites them and I think the one thing that we all kind of lose faith and, and lose sight of is this is supposed to be something that we do for fun you know it's yes it's a competition yes it's a lot of hard work but essentially it's it's a passion and it's a hobby so it's something that we should all enjoy and it shouldn't be a stressful or um you know it shouldn't be a negative space to be in it should be something that we enjoy together so you know take part in that find new experiences find those friends and give it a go and if you know you can never say that it's not for you unless you've tried it so I would tell anybody to just dive in just take the leap if you feel like it's something for you give it a go and if it's not you can just talk it down to to an experience you you'll never look back and say I wish I never did that because you will come out the other side of it a completely different person uh, you know it, it opens your eyes to a whole different way of life and 
I think that like like we said at the beginning you either catch the bug or you don't it's either for you or it's not you know so it's a little bit of marmite really (laughs) no that's so true thank you so much for joining us today um that's fine how would how people keep up with your journey because you're still competing at the moment but people might want to follow you through until the finals and you know um probably the easiest way is just to put my name into google um if you just put (laughs) cat henry uh, with a k into google you will find all of my social media handles um everything from instagram to tiktok to twitter to youtube all of it it's all there so just yeah just or you can just add me on Facebook. It's just Catherine with a K. So K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Henry. Um, yeah, all of my social media handles are right there for you. Well, thank you again. No worries. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>